Hello, and welcome to episode 27 of the Coin Press Podcast. I'm Luke Willis. Today, I am joined by Andrew Iveson, CEO of Nifty Football. Welcome, Andrew. Hi, Luke. Hey, glad to have you today. So, yeah, so just to get started here, can you tell us what is Nifty Football? Okay, so Nifty Football is a next generation football manager game where the in-game assets are represented as tradable NFTs. So it kind of takes the, the concept of, of, of ownership and where in a normal managerial game you may trade players um, like between the clubs. This is actually um, assets that you own in, in the real world. Cool. Yeah, that's it's fun. I mean, I've I've played football management games in the past and they're it's a it's a fun way to spend time. Um, but the ones that I've played, there's not really a whole lot of PVP. Everything's kind of, you know you versus the computer um but nifty because you're using nfts and and all the players are unique and on chain um you're actually you know able to trade players between other real people and and have um a real pvp uh nft football manager game is that a fair classification yeah that, that's certainly true so that's the yeah the ultimate goal um the, the first stages of the game is only uh you're playing computer opposition but this is like what we see as the first right. phase of the game but yeah all leading towards a play v player leagues play v player um cups etc yeah very cool um awesome yeah and so let's talk a little bit about the the design here so you have nfts that represent the the players is that correct yeah correct so the history of of uh yeah. nifty goes back to 2019 mm -hmm. when the the game was kind of launched as a a digital card collecting game i i, I suppose mm -hmm. you would you would say is so the cards you would go to the website and you would buy a, a pack basically so either a standard pack or a premium pack and that would ge generate uh five cards for you uh so what you get is it goes for an iterative stage of uh you know, the nationality will be selected and then there's a whole bunch of names and then a whole bunch of hairstyles and mm -hmm. uh, kind, of, kind of visual things and kind of traits on the cards that are generated randomly. Sure. Uh, and and so that was done on the ETH blockchain. Uh, and, you know, we, there's quite a bit of success with that. Um, people uh, trading for various types of uh, rarity, you know, I mean, there's like a 0 0.03 chance they'd have gold boots or something like that, you know? So that was more the kind of game than really a kind of on this kind of provable rarity. And that that's really what kind of drew me into it as well. Like the, the whole NFT space, I was like, yeah, yeah, this, this is a kind of the future for, for, for crypto. I thought, you know, obviously been mm -hmm. dealing with crypto for, for the past, like, like four years before then. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I got really excited about the possibility that I think very cool. Yeah. So then, and that was on ETH back in 2019. Um, and then I I read a little bit about the the project around that time, and it sounds like uh, it got put on hold due to rising ETH gas fees around that time. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the objective was to always have a gameplay a gameplay element, and that that was a uh, you know we did have a few cups. Uh, we had a Brewdog Cup uh, sponsored. Mm -hmm way back in the day and yeah it, it, it just is that it, that um it becomes very difficult to have too many transactions going and uh to, to make it on chain uh with ETH was just not feasible anymore so sure. 
so yeah it was it was shelved for a bit and it, it was also a kind of matter of you know people weren't really investing in that particular bit of the space not like they are now these days as well you know and certainly from a vc perspective but now you know that's tra- changed dramatically since 2019 sure. nfts are, are are where it's at <laughs> cool <laughs> um so then after the uh kind of the explosion of, of gas fees on on ethereum um the the project kind of went into limbo is that right and then yeah t- tell me about the history there and how you got to where you are today yeah exactly well there was a long period uh of when so so it was actually started by a manchester-based company called block rocket uh okay. who we work closely with and you know they, they also uh, created known origin the uh the nft marketplace and they're just kind of swamped with that so we actually took nifty off their hands uh, gotcha. uh in in 2021 so the, the the project was in that kind of limbo for that amount of time really and you know we did you know we had a lot of conversation with them and we knew there was a lot of potential there but then it really did rely on you know some kind of uh second layer technology or you know or, or a, a kind of purpose-built blockchain really so you know we looked at polygon there i mean there's a lot of merits for doing it on polygon and uh certainly from a practical sense there's, there's no reason we couldn't have uh, but obviously we took the decision to go with flow in the end mm-hmm. uh and you know that that's really the reasons for flow being kind of user onboarding we thought we we kind of feel like the kind of block tour route in is is pretty smooth for floor i mean it's a great community building around floor as well you have the uh you know pretty prestigious sporting names already building on there uh and you know we just thought that that's the right place for a project like ours a project like nifty cool yeah so i i haven't used any flow apps but help me understand the the onboarding there like what is it about that um like any specific characteristics or features that you think are beneficial to users coming in yeah well i mean i suppose at, at the beginning uh, well it's still at the top uh, as we speak now flow is fairly gated and you know it's kind of them monitoring what is going on there as a kind of quality control and it, it really is from our perspective, we're we're looking at it like we want to onboard as many Web2 people, gamers as we can, you know. We don't mm-hmm. want the barriers to entry. And that includes the kind of risk of the scammy kind of things that go around as well, you know. I mean, the, 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 anyone can build a token on Polygon, anyone can release some to- uh, NFTs on Polygon. And, you know, I'm not, there's a lot of good projects out there, but, you know, there is that scope there for people to get burned and rug pulled and, all this kind of thing and we just thought floor above all else was offering like a kind of level of assurance that that wouldn't really happen sure okay um and so to offer that level of assurance is flow uh what are they doing is it permission centralized i'm sorry for my ignorance here <laughs> yeah it, it's just that they would review uh or, or one eyes on any smart contract going on to flow that's actually okay. opening up fairly soon uh but that that's the way they've kind of approached it from the beginning which i think is is, is a really smart thing to have done you know especially sure. when you've got kind of such big brands building on there as well yeah gotcha okay so it's a um gated access to deploy your dApps onto on the chain yes uh, currently it is yeah cool um so then i know uh flow offers like you know a fiat on-ramp so that 
people coming from web two don't have to go to coinbase and buy a token and do a transfer and all that so that is important uh, definitely lets people come in with the system you know the financial system that they're familiar with um the my question here is for for nifty <clears throat> what's going to be the since you're giving away the nfts for free what's the the monetary upfront you know in order to play your first game what do you need to do right yeah sure uh, so we're building the game that there is no kind of upfront at all you so you'll sign into the game, you'll sign up to the game you'll receive 18 player cards um in, in the beta on the 18 player cards in the full game you'll receive a stadium and mm -hmm. uh, a training room and some coaches and some scouts these are all nfts within the game cool. the, the first version we're just kind of keeping it to the players to kind of keep it simple so these players will be a, you know a pretty low level kind of uh, you know just uh, yeah. it's meant to mimic joining a very low level team basically mm -hmm. so the nifty journey is you take your low level team and you try to take them all the way to the top Sure. so by playing the games by doing certain tasks within the game you'll earn xp uh mm -hmm. so you can then spend the xp on your players on the on the development you can up someone's shooting ability or their dribbling so over time just by playing the game you can improve where the extra kind of purchase comes in i guess is with our native token that is mm -hmm. how we will sell packs of xp uh, so using the nifty token, you can buy an XP pack, which you can then go kind of spend on, on your players and upgrading your stadium and upgrading your facilities. So each one of the, one of those has different benefits. Obviously, if you, if you increase the capacity of your stadium, then it kind of mimics more people attending your game, which means you earn more XP per game. So gotcha. it's about kind of balancing your, uh, your, 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 how you're spending your XP. So we are kind of capping that as well. It's not like you can just go, if you have a lot of nifty tokens, you can buy a lot of XP and make your team the best. It's limited how much you can do per week, uh, each kind of game week. So to kind of stop that happening. So it's, it's not something that can just be bought really easily. Uh, and aside from that, there's, it's a random factor to to the players as well so although you'll see the stats of your player as they are you know this guy has a shooting ability of 15 say uh there's a, a secret um kind of a hidden kind of capacity uh, a potential behind each stat so mm -hmm. that that is unseen at the beginning so just by virtue of signing up you could have a player that's got you know a 90 potential and uh, and that is completely random so anyone just by signing up can uh have the next Lionel Messi basically but then it's up to you to use your scouts to find out that they have those abilities mm -hmm. and then to use your XP to train them towards that ability and then you know you can go sell them you know uh, to 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 someone else that that might need that player cool so uh, how are you hiding that because it sounds like if somebody's um you know particularly blockchain savvy they could probably go and, and dig up that data yeah, so so hundred percent. Not all of this is is on chain to begin with. Mm -hmm. uh, the way we the approach we're taking is, you know, uh, we start off fairly centralized and we try to decentralize as, as as we go, and in line with what the community wants as well. You know, there's a big kind of community part to the development of this that you know we'll be engaging. What features do you want? Eventually, it'll take the form of uh, you know the kind of governance uh, in the token uh, to 
form like a, a, a DAO-esque kind of scenario where people are voting on features. Um, yeah. Um, sorry, I, 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 I kind of <laughs> yeah. lost the question there. <laughs> That's okay. No, I, I think you answered it. Um, my So if you're starting out uh, somewhat centralized, which I think is a really common pattern and generally the right decision just in terms of you know getting it to market, getting feedback, and then um, as the community builds, distributing the the power to to the players. Um, with with that though, especially with games, um, we see this with like traditional video games. There's a lot of people who try to cheat the system, bot it. Um, how do you like? What's your approach to that with Nifty, where you know you have I'm assuming like a traditional game where the the matches are handled in kind of a you know player matching experience that's off chain and then the results are submitted to the chain so yeah Go ahead. yeah so so yeah what we're doing so i mean a, a great deal of it is is happening off chain I, I suppose you're talking about the visibility of what happens when sure. when the teams play each other yeah i mean i suppose that that's something that, that we it, it is all happening in our kind of box i guess but in terms of the traits so the actual traits of the players will be on chain Mm -hmm. it's just these kind of um potential traits will be hidden sure. uh, but they're only hidden uh, uh unless you have a good scout so the scout having the scout card enables you to see more it gives you more insight into what these potential abilities are sure okay so, so it, it is all there and it is all kind of baked in from the beginning you know as there's no changing uh, players potential once it's created but i suppose yeah i mean that's that's something that we're really lo looking to to kind of work on really how transparent can we be on that you know it's yeah. uh it's difficult to, it's, it's, a, it's a balance between making it uh, a game and being completely transparent you know yeah, like, yeah when i've talked about the xp as well so we are going to make that into a, a crypto token but it won't uh you know it, it won't be tradable or anything we we want it so we'll write what's happening with the xp to a chain just so it's visible because that's one of the things we thought of just like we're effectively giving out this XP. We could just be creating it out of nowhere, you know. Like so, uh, you, you have these kind of challenges. Um, yeah, so that's one solution we have to that. Where it's it, we're we're going to do a lot of the XP kind of generation and um, and, and distribution, and mm -hmm. then write it back to a chain on, on a daily basis, kind of thing. Because we don't want to pass on gas fees to the users for that, you know. Good. Yeah um yeah that's that's the way to do it um with uh with players you know playing together off chain um i mean i, I guess i don't understand the um like the matchmaking system you have for nifty so we might need to get into that a little bit but if i playing a game against somebody else and um you know if i want to cheat the system somehow you know i'm using all my same nfts or, or whatever but somehow i'm able to trick the the game client um those results i'm assuming would still be submitted to the chain and i'd still be rewarded even though i'm running around you know cheating the system um do you have a perspective on that or like what what's, what are your thoughts on cheating? yeah yeah i mean I, yeah I mean, from our perspective it, it's really the best we can do to try and make the uh the game you know unhackable on on the game side i guess right. it's a security issue isn't it yeah um obviously we'll be monitoring that constantly yeah. uh and uh, like 
you know, penetration testing being a big part of what, of, of what we're doing as well, you know, yeah. you know, because on, on both sides, you have the kind of the, the kind of blockchain side and this game side, which really needs to be protected. Like, like I said, so that's the reason that we'll do the um, the XP right into the chain as well. So, you know, mm -hmm. we know if someone's got in as generating XP because it wouldn't tally with what's on the chain, you know, right. to try and make that harder. Um, so the matchmaking engine, what it would do, obviously, we talked about these kind of current ability stats for each player. The first thing it's doing is is kind of assessing all of that. It assesses how you've, uh, you know, if, if I'm in a 4-4-3, uh, 4-4-2 formation against a, a you know, 4-3-3 um, kind of thing, it will, mm -hmm. it will assess, the, you know, the likelihood of, uh, of the outcome on that. Uh, even the weather is is in there. Home advantage is 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 taken care of in there. Uh, we've got lots of little kind of features that are, are kind of will affect the gameplay. And if you're turning up live on a play v player game, you know you, you have to obviously be there at the same time. Uh, then you can affect the game. You can pause it. Say, okay, I need to change my formation. I need to sub out this player. Uh, you know who's not performing so well. Everyone will have an in-game rating. You know if it's they're dropping below five, they need to come off, or they they get injured, they'll get um, you know disciplined, red carded, yellow cards, red cards. So all that will happen in game. So if, if you're there, you can actually change the the path. It's not predetermined from from kickoff. It, it, there is this period where you can watch it live and change the outcome. Sure. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. It, feels like there there's an opportunity here uh to go along with the um you know the football theme um to introduce like referees right people observing games and and checking them for for validity and, and that sort of thing um probably not a v1 feature but something that uh it could go well in uh as as you decentralize more and more yeah no, i mean that's a fantastic idea yeah where you're like a validator really yeah, that's right yeah that, that that's really cool i mean we've discussed kind of loads of fun things like this even down to kind of wives and girlfriends cards affecting <laughs> so, so some serious stuff and some yeah. fun stuff as well you know a, a lot of other cards you can hold cool um awesome so so yeah so for accessibility you've mentioned a couple times and the you're, you're basically going to be covering gas fees for your for your players right yeah. um which is like honestly, that's that's the way to go because you have this system where people can come in and not put up any money, and all they really need is a wallet, right, with the flow chain, so that they can redeem their their NFTs and and experience and all that. So for for that, um, I I don't know what level <laughs> the the flow gas fees are at typically. Um, or you know how how expensive they can get because i know every every gas chain has the potential to go through the the eth problem right um yeah sure yeah i i mean floor is going going through a decision process uh like community decision process on that at the moment really so they're subsidized at the moment really by the kind of flow community and and they're kind of working out uh you know how that's going to work going forward really so yeah i mean it's, it's maybe kind of short-term solution on, on that but I, i'm sure they'll figure it out as well sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah the, it's currently a lot lower than ETH as sure yeah. yeah 
but it is, is actually community subsidized. So it's not like you're putting up a whole bunch of flow tokens to, to cover. Um, yeah. Cool. That's great. Um, so as far as the, the wallets go, that is another barrier for people coming from web two, right? Because they don't understand the, the concept of a wallet and how to redeem that and manage it appropriately. Um, is there, or, or are you building like a custodial account system for like a normal login feature? Or is there another route here that you're you're looking so, at? Something like that is is the kind of long-term vision. Uh, the way it, it goes at the moment is to go through the Blockto app. So, you know, if, if, if we go through Blockto, uh, we have a token on there, which means, I mean, you can kind of sign up to Blockto and get uh coins with just apple pay or, or your debit card i think they use like kind of third-party services moon pay uh and ramp uh, would be the main two i guess so i mean if, you, if you're kind of getting nifty tokens or flow tokens just by virtue of signing up to an app and um, using apple pay that's you know that's one of the big reasons we're, we're also using flow you know gotcha very good awesome well I really like the the vision here and the idea you're going for with Nifty. Um, I'm I'm curious for for where you're at right now. Can you tell us a little bit about your your funding? If you know any VC or um, money made from token launches plans there? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so the, the the initial seed funding was like kind of from, from the owners, myself and. Uh, Liam from the Alphabet Fund and Richard from Launchpool. Mm. Uh, so we're the kind of co-owners of, of Nifty, I guess. But uh, the extra funding we've taken some from the Alphabet Fund, uh, which is you know I'm a founder, a founder of that, and the rest has come from the Launchpool community. So where, where there you have kind of allocation mining events, and uh, so you know people will stake their Launchpool tokens or uh, well. Now, it, now it's moved on where you have an NFT. I believe you you earn a, a bronze NFT, and that gives you your uh, right to a small location. Uh, so, I mean, that's great because that's like a ready-made community of you know people that that you know um, we, we know are, are good investors, I suppose. You know, so we're not actually beholden to anyone at the moment. But you know, the, the next phase is we've we've built the game beta, and we want to we're testing that now, and we want to uh we want to kind of let the community play with that and this is really just to test the game engine and the xp economy you know are people are people earning enough xp to upgrade the players or are they not earning enough kind of thing what are the challenges can we put in there that where people can earn more uh so that that is where we're at and over that period so we're going to try and build our community uh let them start feeding back on it straight away and at the same time and start raising a bit more money uh well in, in tandem while we're kind of building out the floor dev side really yeah very cool awesome um and then as far as your your roadmap goes i know you're coming up on that beta version of the game where it's you know player versus computer um mm -hmm. do, you, do you have a, a date when that's planned for or is that just soon uh, so i mean that that's happening right now for like the the internal team and and, and the guys at kind of silver chip and sequence who helped us build this uh you know we're just kind of you know there's a few bugs here and there but you know sure. that's all all to be expected uh I, I within the month we'll be opening it up to people if, if they want to go along to our discord and and sign up then uh 
we're, we're, we're creating a list there and you know we'll kind of gate people in uh, uh so yeah that i mean over the next month certainly people will be able to play yeah. awesome that's great um cool well i'll definitely be checking it out sounds like a good time <laughs> yeah sure all right uh and then after that you know obviously you've got the uh the the broader experience you're tokenizing your um you've got the <laughs> the actual pvp game going up um i'm assuming that's just going to be you know after some sufficient beta testing before you open it up exactly so there'll be a period where we're, we're really just focusing on stability and, sure. and incremental kind of uh improvements you know things that are just coming up that mm -hmm. you know, perhaps we hadn't realized our great suggestion from the community so smaller things like that uh and and you know probably after a month that's when we'll start uh really looking at the new features building in the scouts and the and the stadiums i mean i'm quite excited about the stadium element of it as well i think people will get behind that because uh there'll be an element of generative uh imagery kind of thing so no two stands should look exactly the same so the, the idea is that we kind of make people become quite attached to their stadiums and again they'd be tradable so you know if you yeah. if you if, if you like the look of someone else's you can make them an offer for it kind of thing yeah that'll be cool um yeah it seems like um i i, I personally haven't played any um football manager games that had like a stadium feature, you know, where you actually have, you know, the land <laughs> and you get to customize it to your, to your liking. So that's cool. Oh, it's a good idea. And exactly that, that is how we envisage nifty going into the metaverse as well, I mm -hmm. guess, if we can start like recreating these stadiums, uh, in a space where people can like attend the matches. Uh, I think that that's really cool. That's certainly on the roadmap. Very cool. Awesome. Well, uh, it's an exciting project. I'll be I'll be watching this one. Um, for for people listening, where can they find more about Nifty, about the launch, um, connect with you on social, all that? Yeah, sure. I mean, if you go to niftyfootball.com, uh, we'll have all of our kind of social links in there. But the main place uh, we like to see you is in our Discord, where we're kind of building our community there. You can stop by for a chat or uh, random football chat or nifty specific talk we're, we're, we're cool <laughs> uh, and yeah and, and that's really where we're kind of um letting people know all the information about how they can get involved with the beta etc yeah awesome yeah i'll put some links to that down in the description Super. all right andrew really appreciate your time this was a great discussion i'm excited to see where this project goes and uh yeah hope it turns Excellent. out to be a, a fun yeah. game on the blockchain Hopefully. Well, that's that's the goal. That's it. We want to make something fun. Exactly. Okay. Thank you very much for having me, Luke. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. That's all thank the time you. we have. So join me next week for the CoinPress podcast. Bye for now.